When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Claret and Blue. My name's Dan Rowlands and I'm joined this afternoon by John Townley on an exciting day, John. Much like fixture release uh, last week, this Thursday, it's home kit release. I'll start off by saying I like it when clubs post all their shirts at the same time. Where's the away? Where's the third kit? We've only got the home at the moment, so that's all we're going to talk about. This show is here for us to, it's not really to discuss the kit really and the design and whether we like it and things like that, but it's opened up a few different talking points, hasn't it? A new sponsorship, new badge, and obviously it's a new kit, so we will touch on it. Before we get into all that, John, how are you? this afternoon yeah i'm doing well thanks it's getting exciting now what are we like maybe a month away from the new season something like that or no actually Mm. a month away till pre-season starts really so that's that's three and a half weeks i think a little bit of time left but yeah it's all it's all happening really quickly we've got the fixtures we've got at least the home kit and the transfer windows open so yeah, I think it will roll around really quickly now and it is very exciting. My my approach here is <laughs> I'm going to play the same kind of card I did with the fixture videos that breaking news, every, you know, Villa play everybody twice. Breaking news, Villa release a home kit that's claret and blue. Like, yeah, what else can they do? What do you think about the kit? Before we get into any details of it, if I have to just ask you first of all, do you like it? Yes or no? How do you assess the kit when you, when you get first glance on your phone when it pops through? What did you think? I think it's one of those, whenever you look at a kit, you always have an image in your head of what you want it to look like. Mm. in a weird way so when you see something that isn't that or something that is close to it you i don't know you, you don't i don't know loads of things kind of run through your head don't they but um no i, I think it's i think it's a good idea to go go with something a bit more unique rather than just claret and blue sleeves there's a bit of detail on there and obviously it spoke to villa as well having the uh, uh the chant as the sound waves as the detail on the kit so it's it's definitely unique to villa um, which I think is a big plus. Yes, the, the sound wave thing is interesting to, to me. There's part of that that's a bit like, we're going to do this design and then we'll work out the backstory afterwards. Like, what are we going to label this like stripe design as? But in a, in a world where football kits are kind of thrown out as templates, we could have had a Clout and Blue version of a Newcastle shirt or a Rangers shirt or a Wool shirt being um, produced by Castor. So having that kind of sound wave design of the audio waves of what LALA sounds like, the chant mm-hmm. is what the kind of paneling is on the front of the shirt which sounds bizarre but that like you said that is very bespoke it's very unique that that is only villa are going to have those specific lines like that basically that's interesting the images of the players wearing it in the photos and the media the club will produce and when we see it on match day in a a few weeks time they always look better than the mock-ups and stuff that you see online so my initial reaction when i saw like the gallery on the the website of when you can go and buy it was like "Mm, yeah it's okay then I saw a video for the Project B6 actually posted it with David Bradley and one of the Harry Potter lads, <laughs> can't remember his name, uh, and some of the players in it as well. It looks great in there. I actually really like it in, in some of like, the official photos. I, I really like that the colours look good, the badge looks good. I'm not massively keen on the sponsor, and we'll get to that in a second. I'm also not massively keen on kind of like the panelling bit on, on the edge of the arm, the claret bit. I'd prefer that just to be like a blue, like blue sleeve. It's also one of those that if Villa go on to be successful this season, let's say we win the FA Cup, <laughs> in that yeah. kit it's instantly a classic and in 20 years time it's worth a fortune on whatever 
uh, second-hand website is available in 20 years' time. If we get relegated, which we're not going to, by the way, but if we get relegated in that shirt, it's automatically one of the worst of all time. So my thinking with this is always the meltdown when a new shirt comes out is kind of irrelevant. Give it a couple of weeks and it'll grow on most people. And whatever the club does in terms of on the pitch will determine on how much fans like the kit. So if we win the Conference League and the League Cup this year, that'll be a very well-respected kit in 12 months' time. I always liked the yellow away shirt from the 15-16 season. See, I actually hated that shirt regardless of relegation, <laughs> yeah. but relegation <laughs> secured that to me as one of the worst ever. I, I liked it. It was something different. It made a stand out. But yeah, it was like £10 in JD on a sale like the year after. And I thought, oh, do I buy it? No, I can't because we were... It's associated with relegation season, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, so it, it does depend. Kit. We're literally looking at this kit on pixels. Once you see, um, once you see it in real life, or once the season starts, when the preseason starts, even then, um, that's when you'd probably get a much better sort of perspective on it. So, mm. but yeah, just just from the uh, just from the view of it, yeah, looking forward to see how it how it looks as the same person. I think that's the key. And then the away shirt, the third shirt as well. So the, the excitement continues. Yeah, I'm always more excited for the away kits because you know to an extent what the home shirt's going to be. It's going to be Clarton Blue. The away shirt could be anything. With the round badge kind of as a homage to 1982, it would feel like a massive own goal to me if the, if the away shirt wasn't white. I, obviously, I'm not saying here at all that I know or leaking it or anything. I absolutely don't know if anyone comes at me as like, he knows what the away kit is. I don't. If I was in charge of what the away kit was this year, it'd be white and the badge would be in the middle like 82. Right, so the club statement then. Inspired by the passion of the pride in the stands at Villa Park, the new 2023 home shirt depicts a subtle print of sound waves taken from fans singing our LA, LA, LA chant on a match day, putting supporters at the heart of this incarnation of the famous Claret and Blue. I like that. And by the way, I'm scrolling up and down on the club website and every time I see the photo of the players wearing it, I think, that's a really nice kit. Let's talk about sponsorship very quickly because that's the one the one drawback for me is something that I don't I don't really like. Don't like gambling sponsors, first of all. I'm, I'm not talking about the, the logo designer here of BKA as much as I don't really think that works on the kit either. The the the, the eight is kind of a yellow orangey colour on the pictures at least. It might be slightly different in, in person. That doesn't look quite right to me. The gambling thing is a difficult one, isn't it? And I'll, I'll come to you in a sec on this. But with gambling sponsorship banned from the 2026-27 Premier League season and this deal being in place from now till then, it feels a little bit like, let's get one more gambling sponsor in there before we're banned from doing it because they're very lucrative. Let's have one kind of last hurrah of a, of a gambling sponsor. That's how it feels. And I don't really like that. I think there's, there's better things you could do. And much how I felt in the video we did about season tickets, I would love Villa to be the club that says, let's be different. Let's not do that. Let's avoid gambling sponsors altogether. It's going to be banned in a few years' time anyway, so let's stay away. I'd love to go back to shirts of the era that I'm wearing and, and stick acorns on there or, or something like that. I would love us to do something like that again in, in, a, in a different era. But I understand and I'm not naive enough to think that clubs can do that. Clubs have to be commercially savvy and do the right thing for the club and for FFP and whatnot. So if this company pay Villa a lot of money that's the way the modern game goes unfortunately I would just like as a supporter speaking here Villa to be better than that and, and do something a bit different some clubs now loading up sponsorship deals that are worth a hell of a lot of money for things that aren't gambling as well so it, it is very difficult for clubs to make that or bridge that gap between revenues especially when we don't have Champions League football or um, revenue streams like the like the big six clubs and you know, I think Newcastle have now got a new sponsor which is going to give them a lot of money so it is difficult it's a difficult sort of line so I don't know it's difficult to go down but I think the key is that Villa were in that Premier League vote as well 
for the 2020, sorry, the 2026-27 season, as you say, done for when gambling sponsors will be banned. Villa will also win that vote as well. So it's not as if <laughs> they're, they're, they're sort of attaching themselves to it forever. So, you know, this is a sponsor that's going to last a couple of years. And it's worth saying as well that they're pledging to help towards local charities and do extra bits as well. Not just mm-hmm. that, but with extra stuff with Villa um, as a club too. So it's not just a sponsor and Villa will get money off it. There's, yeah, you know, I, I think nowadays, like, even Kazoo, to be fair, they, I think they've raised thousands and thousands of money for, for charities. So a sponsor works in more than just one way these days and hopefully BK can, um, or at least they're pledged to help uh, different causes and foundations or whatever it may be that, you know, working with Villa. So yeah, we'll see how that um, plays out. Let's talk about the badge. This is a, I want to say it's a big talking point. It is, it is and it isn't. Again, from the statement, word for word, the redesigned crest, which pays homage to our European Cup winning heroes of 1932, appears on Villa's playing and training kits this season. The club will continue to use the existing shield design around Villa Park and on digital channels as well as in other areas. Aston Villa will monitor local, national and global reaction along with feedback to the use of both the crest and kit moniker as the 2023-24 campaign progresses. That's the wordy club statement. The easier way of saying that is that the round badge is going to be on the new kit and the training wear and the badge from seasons gone by. I've got it up for the video version, a shirt I'm holding up in front of me, the, the rubberized badge of learner era badge or whatever you want to call it that was updated to remove prepared. That badge is still going to be up on the stadium, on social media, match day programme, Sky Sports Premier League table, whatever you want to think of that isn't the shirt. My understanding from the wording of that statement is that that badge will still be used. Again, before we get into the nitty gritty, What's your initial reaction to that? Yeah, so obviously there was a vote, I think it was last year, last June, that the club uh, announced that they were reviewing the, was it the identity, I think, of the club moving forward, um, which I think everyone welcomed, because that is something that I thought needed to be looked at, and the club agree with that now moving forward too. But yeah, I mean, it, obviously I don't think fans expected it to be a case of just the kits, but here we are. And so basically that, as you say, then the round badge that was voted in is going to be used for the for the kits and training where to pay homage to uh, the 82 heroes and the current badge is going to continue to be used because mainly villagers want to assess where the land lies moving forward as well they don't want to rush into a, a decision that was maybe not made by someone who's just come into the club and then they change other things it, basically chris Eck wants to have villa's identity moving forward being the identity that they want for another 150 years obviously 150 years is just gone um mm. in terms of the clubs uh, founded so it's that's basically the situation. It's not Villa aren't using two badges or anything like that. It's the current badge for the for the for the time being, and the round badge is only being used across those kits for the time being. That's going to be reviewed by the club um, throughout the next season, as you say, continuing to engage with fans and taking stock of um, local, national, and global reaction, which I think is the right move. Really, if if there's any, and I'm not suggesting there are doubts or whatever, but if there are doubts or if if there are any. Um, decisions that people in the club feel the need to be made then that's the right thing to do i don't think there's any reason to not raise those if they are concerns not to raise them so i'm okay with it really i'm aware of how i voice my opinion here because it feels a little bit like this statement and the the kit was released at just before two o'clock as we're recording this podcast now it's 25 past three so it's only just happened really 
it feels a little bit like doing a post-match show after a controversial decision and coming on here being kind of wound up and, and not really knowing the true facts before saying what I think and we can, we can do some digging into it. We might get more information from the club in the coming weeks and months that will give context to this decision. As of right now, we've got a sentence in the club statement to go off at the moment, so I can only react to, to the information that we have at hand as things stand. To me, it's confusing is the word and I think that's the message that I see on social media most I, I put a tweet out before we started saying you know what do you think about the use of the round badge and most people seem to think it's just a bit weird to read between the lines and here I'm not, I'm not suggesting anything at all Christian Perslow is here whilst the the, the changing of the badge was, was being considered uh, and uh, surveys were being done and whatnot Christian Perslow is no longer here Chris Heck is now effectively that role. If the team that are currently at the club don't think the round badge, I'm not saying they think this, if they don't think that the round badge is the right choice or they, they, they don't want to commit to it this season but could commit to it in 12 months' time, like the, like the statement says, they will monitor feedback and if the feedback is, we love the round badge, I've got no doubts that they'll stick with it. If they don't think it's the right decision, I also kind of respect the fact of, well, don't rush into it then. Don't spend millions rechanging every single badge that's on the stadium and in the training ground or whatever. If in 12, 18, 24 months' time, you go, actually, we don't like the round badge. We're going to change it again because that looks silly. If this was six months prior when Perzo left and Heck came in, and I'm not just saying it's this Perzo's decision or Heck's, there's plenty of people involved, but that's the obvious link, isn't it? One in, one out. The kits are made a long time in advance. I think if the kit wasn't already made with the round badge on, they'd probably just stick with the current shield across everything for, for the for the next 12 months before reconsidering. I think it's probably just come at the wrong time that the club has already got the kits made with the round badge on, so have to stick with that. Hello, editing version of me here, just jumping in very quickly. The last bit I just said about the club already having the kit six months ago, that's just me speculating. I don't want what I've just said as an opinion to come across as fact, and listening back to that, it feels like what I just said there was fact rather than opinion. Anyway... On with the rest of it. I think it is weird and strange to log on to the BBC Sports website and go to the league table and see the Shield and then be on a match day and see a round badge and think, if you didn't know anything about Villa, you go, well, that's two different clubs. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just a little bit strange, but I kind of respect the fact if people in the business side of the club don't think we're ready to fully launch into a big change, take time take stock of where you are, do what we should do with a post-match podcast and take a step back and go, all right, let's all just calm down a second, let's reconsider. They'll monitor local, national and global reaction. And like I said, if all of those things go, ah, oh, Villa's new round badge is excellent, I'm pretty sure they'll stick with it. It's a long-winded way of saying, it's a bit weird, but I kind of get it. Yeah, and I actually commend it, to be honest. And I think for a lot of fans, it might come as a, um, oh, but I expected the round badge to be, uh, you know, used across every platform and be and here for the next 20 years yeah you know uh, i can't quite remember what the club stone was to be fair when they announced that they were changing the badge or where it would appear but i would presume that that would have been the case but you're right Dan. there's been a restructuring of the club different people have come in and some people have left but i mean as we know chris heck is the president of business operations which covers commercial aspects as well he knows how important it is that villa keep all their sort of global revenue opportunities open and he'll be very keen to explore all of that in the coming years. So if it is the case that he comes into the club and sees that badge and, you know, he's not an Aston Villa fan uh, and some people at the club might not be Aston Villa fans, but the point I'm trying to get across is that we view Aston Villa through, you know, a different way, if that makes sense. So like a lot of fans will look at the round badge and say, oh, that's Aston Villa, that, that's traditional for us and that means something. But then someone else who has no link to the club uh, previously or, you know, views it in a different way, which is a good thing, and they might see it as... 
it was all over Twitter, wasn't it? Oh, why Villa copy Chelsea from people who weren't necessarily aware of our previous crests or whatever. The the audience that would be pitching at or that are looking at the badge don't view that as oh well, that that's Aston Villa's traditional or whatever. They just view it as a badge and a Premier League club, and they don't know anything about them really. So yeah, I commend it. I, I think if, if that's the if that's the decision that they've taken in terms of taking a hold holding fire, if you will then that's okay because um, it's a massive decision and the club's identity and how you market it is huge for, say, the business operations behind everything. So, yeah, and especially Chris Heck, he has he has all of the experience. And, and that's his job. In terms of sports marketing as well. Yeah, exactly. And he at the moment, it's a top six and he wants Villa to be making up almost like a top half of the Premier League, if that makes sense, and fighting yeah. their way towards that, the upper echelons of the division. It, we all know how difficult it is to break that mould, but the way it's going there's some clubs that are dropping out of it some clubs who are coming into it like Villa Newcastle just at different rates so yeah if that's a decision that he or other people in the club feel um, needs to be made in terms of just holding fire on releasing this round badge to everything that we're doing and putting it everywhere instead of a badge it's not replacing anything at the moment the current badge is just going to remain as it is and the new badge as I say will be on the kits and they'll just view it as it goes along which again I think is the right decision ultimately oh, that'll, that'll do us for this video is literally just the initial reaction to the, to the shirt the new sponsor and this kind of round badge debate I quite like it I'm not going to rush out and buy it today but at some point I'll probably pick it up I'm I'm keen to see the away shirt because I always like an away shirt over at home because it's a chance to be slightly different. So maybe we'll do another video in whenever that one comes out. Or the third shirt could be absolutely lovely. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> For everyone watching this on YouTube, head down to the comments down below. Let me know whether you like the new home shirt, whether you're going to go and buy it, and what are your thoughts on the round badge uh, redesign as well. I'll be keen to hear what people think. John, thanks for your time. As ever, I'm off now till Monday, but we'll still be back on the weekend with another video. Uh, you and me, John, did our best Premier League eleven. We'll see how that goes down. <laughs> better prepare for that remember mine. On, Monday, on Monday morning. That video will be coming Saturday morning, so keep an eye on Clark and Blue for that. And uh, thanks everyone for watching this video, and we'll see you Saturday.